this is Let's Be Honest with Mike Paramore. I am, in fact, Mike Paramore. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. My name is Jordan Conley, and I'm here to give you wisdom for thought. And the wisdom for thought today is who runs the household? I know the exact answer to that question. Who runs the household? I don't know. But what I do know is Morgan Freeman likes grilled cheese. Think about it. How are you going to run the household if your shoestrings don't match your bow tie? I know I run the household. You know why? That's why. How is your trash can empty, yet your house is full of folded laundry? Who runs the household? Men or women? That's the question we're always answering and asking. But what I really want to know, what I really want to know is how long will Little Caesar sell their pizzas for $5? And now, let's be honest with Mike Paramore. People, <laughs> what's going on, people? It's good to see y'all another week on the road. I'm uh I'm set up next to the modem, so hopefully we don't have no internet issues this time. Uh, start to show off like I always do. Want to thank my superheroes, Dan Robinson. Please, please, please know you're appreciated, my brother. Thank you for the stars. I appreciate that so much. Welcome to Let's Be Honest with Mike Paramore. I am in fact Mike. Paramore. This week's episode, we're going to be discussing who should run the household. And my co-pilot for today uh, is a special guest, a friend, a person who is largely responsible for a lot of who I am as a comedian today, a, 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 a model, a mother, an author. Uh, she does it all. Please put your hands together for Miss Tammy Pescatelli, everybody. Tammy Pescatelli. Hey, Mike. Hey, uh, I don't see you. I hear you. I, I don't see you. I know. what. All of a sudden it's saying I can't start video because the host stopped it. Okay, now we go. Hello. Oh, there you are. <laughs> we just like oh, we just like the suspense. We like to build suspense on this show. That's all. You know, we like to tantalize the audience. You know I what I mean? I got thrown off before I even got started. I'm like, whoa. I, I don't know how to, like, hey, it's good to see you. It's so Maybe good to see you. My husband is the one who wasn't trying to let me on because he thinks he runs the household. That? That's, that's <laughs> that could possibly be it. You got to keep the topics on the wrap. You got to keep them under wraps. You can't let Thank them out you, early. Uh, for saying the such kind words, I mean, you know, I love you. You, I'm thrilled at your success. I've always known. Oh, that absolutely. Well, you, you know, listen, I've, I've learned ones. so much from you. I've learned so much from you. So I gotta gotta pay homage. Absolutely. So the question we got, uh, you helped my husband and I dealing, dating and spending time with each other in the pandemic before. I have one more for you, if you're willing. Uh, before the pandemic, we kind of had things delegated and they were just taken care of. Certain bills were mine and certain were his, for example. It seemed to work. But now that we can see each other and what we're doing all of all these objections to how we handle things are now coming up. And I don't and I and don't get me started on whether or not he can recognize a mess. 
we both think the others. This poor man doesn't get to have a word in edgewise. If this is just, <laughs> just a comment, I know. what do you think she does to him on a daily? 100%. Uh, we, both, we both think the other can do a better job. Uh, what's the best way to decide who runs things? Hashtag get it in. That's Beyonce told you who runs the world. So that's 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 loaded. <laughs> that's very much loaded right now. Um, <laughs> that's very sweet. That and I'm gonna have to re-break this down because I want to make sure that one of the biggest problems with the internet is people's reading comprehension level. Like you know what you're saying, I know what I'm saying, but I can't help what someone's reading comprehension level is. I can't help what grade you went to in school if you think something in your head. So I want to be clear at what this woman is asking us. I assume that this was what I'm understanding is a woman. She said she and her husband had some issues with dating. Now they're good because you helped them. But now they sat home in the pandemic and she was paying some bills. He was paying other bills. They did not have co-combined finances. (laughs) <laughs> and now, during this, they have decided that each of the other ones should take responsibility for all of it. Look, well, you from my, you're the from my understand from my understanding, it's it's now that they delegated, so they like it was out of sight, out of mind. So stuff just got taken care of. Now I can see what you're doing to take care of it. I'm like, why are you doing it that way? That's that's what I took from it. They're like, well, this could probably be a lot better if you do it this way. And so everybody in the house thinks they have a better way to do it. Mm, or not, because I know that my husband can do laundry better, but he does it bad. He does it messed up on purpose because he knows I'm going to be like, I need to do that because you can't do it. I Like he, he brings it to me balled up specifically, it's fake clean, and then hands it to me like this because he knows that it, it'll just drive me nuts. And I'll be like, get out of my way and just let me do it. Just let me do it. Men are notorious for that. We've actually that's actually written down somewhere, I think, in the man handbook that if you want don't want to do it, just do it wrong. And she will. Because that's one of the things that I was going to bring up is that. uh Men have a higher threshold for mess or uh, disorganization. Okay. And yeah. women have a, women have a very low tolerance for for mess. So when I say that, and I, and and people don't people don't know that there's a difference between threshold and tolerance, right? Threshold is. Like if you if you say pain, right? If I have a high threshold for pain, that means a lot can happen to me before I feel pain. So when it comes to a man and mess, you're a man and you don't have a, th- a high threshold <laughs> for pain. Let's put that you, right there. When you think when you think of uh, when you think of a mess, that means that I can walk past a mess as a man and it be a much bigger mess before I consider it no. a mess. Mike, let me just stop you there. Here's what I know. I know that as a woman, and listen, I don't, even though I'm a female comic, I try not to talk about gender specific topics. Okay. Because it doesn't, for me, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't, especially because I am, I'm an anomaly as a female comic. I have a very masculine energy. Right. And uh, I don't pick genders because people let their kids pick them at eight now anyway. So it's not up to me to go to a gender party, gender reveal party. Uh, I just just tell me what your paint color, what colors you want, and I'll buy you that clothes accordingly. Um, but this is what I think. 
I think that when you're single, and sadly enough, but if a man walks an attractive woman home and she invites him in and her house could look like a hoarder house, if she's hot enough, he doesn't see it. If a woman walks in a man's house and he's got a hoarder house, she will run as fast as she can because she's seen that murder show on Dateline and she knows that he's some, he has bodies underneath it. I think that's a general <laughs> thing. I mean, you know, I mean, you know. But that's, that. a, but that's a perfect example of, like I said, threshold intolerance. It'll be a it'll be a bigger mess for me before I recognize it's a mess. But women don't don't have a high tolerance for mess. So they not only recognize it before I recognize it, but they also can't walk past it like I can walk past it. I can walk past that shirt on the floor and not think it's a mess. Like women are going to walk past that shirt. Women can walk past that shirt on the floor and will flip out every single time. That, did you remember seeing those signs like at the gym? Your mother doesn't live here. Pick up after yourself. Although one of my favorite signs ever, I always wanted to have a pool just so I could have that stupid sign from the 70s. We don't uh, we don't swim in your toilet, so don't pee in our pool. <laughs> but I, think it, I do think it's generational. Also, I'm Italian. I have a certain level of OCD. I'm an Italian mama that like that I've always but I, I've always been that way where I have to keep things neat. It has to be organized. My grandmother, I did a joke about it, but I mean, she used to wake us up in the middle of the night to make our beds. She was up and wanted to do the laundry. So, um, and then I look at my, my husband who thinks laundry is magic because he puts dirty clothes on the floor and somehow they end up clean in his drawer. I was on the road one time for 10 days I mean, I, that's the thing. That's a beautiful part is my husband holds it down while I'm gone. And then when I come home, I'm wife, mother, I'm doing all of it. I'm the comic who leaves. And then when I come home, I'm taking care of everything. And um, one time, all of the laundry was in the laundry basket, which was very nice. He goes, yeah, I thought you'd want it that way. I thought I'd make it easier for you. No, making it easier for me would have this finished. Um, <laughs> But that's why we don't do a lot. That's why we don't do a lot. So when we do a little, we'll get credit for that little. That's that's the whole. Wait a second. That's the other stuff too. Like um, you don't. One nice thing my husband always said is like I would say thanks for watching the baby or whatever, and he would go, "You don't have to thank me. He's my son. I, you don't have to thank me for babysitting. You're right. But I do have to thank you every time you empty the dishwasher. I got. It's like when a dog or like a cat brings a dead mouse into the house and wants you to acknowledge that they caught the mouse. That, that's what you guys do. I hear you want me to acknowledge you? Change the toilet paper roll. How about that? Change the toilet paper roll and I will be grateful. But here's my mis here's my misnomer, right? Here's the misnomer I, I would love to correct because a lot of things that go on in a household, people think it, it, it's it's men, woman, it's gender uh, uh, orientation or whatever, but it's actually just it's actually just a little bit of psychology. Men are not lazy. We just don't care. Men are not indecisive. <laughs> we just don't care. We'll, if you give up, men are soldiers. If you give us a task, you will see us bust our butt to complete that task. But if you do not give us orders and you do not give us a task, we will sit idle until we're used. Like that's now, just, it's just that simple. It all, it all goes back to here. Like if you really want to break it down, we can go biblical on it. And in Proverbs, Proverbs 25, verse 24, it says, better to live on the corner of a roof than with a quarrelsome woman. 
So you better do what you need to do. You need to care. You need to care. Do you get it? That I'm but, you, but you, we can only care. We can only care once you tap into how our brains work, which is orders. We need direction. We cannot just operate on our own. We're not built for it. But we I need orders. We're soldiers. Child, but I have a partner, not a child. I don't want to be a drill sergeant. You're supposed to know. That's but you have to teach. But you have to teach us, though. You have to teach us how to operate in your your house. So, for example, for example, let me give a prime example. This is a misnomer about men. Men are indecisive, right? Men are men. Men are indecisive. So let me let me clear that up for women. And I'm going to use me as an example, right? How are men indecisive? Because when they shop, they walk in and they know exactly what they want. They get it and they walk out. That's because we shop out of necessity. We don't really want to be there. <laughs> so, okay. so, so shopping is a little bit different. But like, like for example, if we say, uh, I want to go to the movies, baby. Let's go to the movies. If a man says that to you, you pick a movie because we don't care what the movie is. We just want to spend time with you. We suggested an activity because you, we know you're going to make us suggest an activity. Yeah, so I we'll say dated and married the wrong men because I always have most <laughs> women have <laughs> most women. Do. I, mean, I love my husband. I did not marry the wrong man, but he is very decisive. <laughs> I can't, I can't watch angel has fallen one more dang time okay i have so here's how that sounds here's how that sounds though tammy so if a man says baby let's go to the movies pick a movie he doesn't care he just wants to spend time with you what it what it will look like on the flip side is that one percent 99 of the time i don't care about anything but that one percent i am very stubborn and very very pig-headed about my one percent and that looks like this i'm gonna say hey hey baby i'm going to see the matrix do you want to go with me <laughs> because it's non-negotiable i'm going to see the matrix now if you want to go with me you can it's not a it's <laughs> see I, I did some research because you told me to do some research, right? So this is what I, I found out. This is the best way to be to figure out who's to run the household. Who does the household chores the most? These are the steps to figure out who's in charge. Who does number one? Who does the most chores? Okay. Number two, who sets down the organization? Okay, figuring that out. What needs to be done? Number three, know what it says? Who has the lowest expectations? Because that's that's what it means. That's what it means. When you try to make somebody run the house, it says, be your best self, but don't worry about anybody else's performance in the house. <laughs> so obviously, it's a woman. <laughs> a woman. Well, but <laughs> but you. So here's what you. But here's what you got to get when you when you when you talk about that. When you anytime that you have a construct in which there's an even number of partners or leaders or directors, you're inevitably going to dip into compromise and and concession. And who does that more? Who compromises more? Who concedes more? Well, every dynamic is different. I think whoever has the largest personality, I do think that it's never a 50-50 in a relationship. I definitely think one is always giving more in every relationship. But I, sure, a woman does. I, I definitely see that. I definitely see that women sometimes will do things in a dating situation to try to take care of a man 
and try to, if you will, perhaps catch that man. And then those are the same reasons later on, I see them resenting them. I see it often with my friends, my fellow comedian brothers. When I see a lot of the men, they'll meet a girl and they'll meet her on the road and she'll, I'll see them show up with her in another city. And she's so excited because she gets to travel and he's so much fun. I get to laugh all the time and we're really not underneath each other. I get my space, he has his space. And then they get married. And then five years later, I see him and they're like, he's never home. I never get to see him. I'll, if I want to see him, I got to go on the road. I'm always by myself. So it's, you know, it flips. So Mike, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say his last name. Close to home there, Mike. <laughs> no, I just mean, I mean, it, to me, that's communication. You should know what you're getting into before you get into it. We got well, episode one of this was so revealing to how people operate and just human interaction. It, it just blows my mind. But I thought this is this is kind of interesting. Michael says, uh, what's the point in sweeping the floor every day when there's always going to be dust and dirt? Isn't uh, isn't dust dangerous? It's not a life or death or dust is not dangerous. It's not a life or death situation that plays in perfectly to what I was saying about threshold and tolerance. Isn't it your best friend? <laughs> you need at some point you have to grow up and care. That's like, why would you change your underwear? You're just going to poop tomorrow and get another. <laughs> but so, but so here's my thing. Here's my thing about that. I feel like Mike is 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 exaggerating. But at the same time, I have that same philosophy when it comes to making my bed. To me, making your bed is an insane activity of complete futility. Like, why would you do that? And like it, to me, making or not making your bed is a deal breaker. I judge people on do they make their beds. Now, also, that being said, I we know that I have my OCD, but I also have a cousin who's a hoarder who is a good person. But um, if a tornado hit her house, it would just put stuff away. Like it's that level of crazy. Ah. And I think that, you know, I think that I, I, how do people judge her when her kids, you know, bring friends home? What do they say? Oh, we just got robbed. I mean, that's what their <laughs> house looks like. Like someone just went through it looking for an illegal substance. Well, so what I, I want to, I'm, I'm very interested to see uh, what you think about this. Do, do you think that, traditional values have a place in today's home at all? Well, you're asking me who left Los Angeles and moved to Meadville, Pennsylvania with my son when I was six months pregnant because, I mean, not only because I saw a man walk by in a three-piece suit, a briefcase, and a Superman cape and said, we got to get out of here, but I wanted to raise him. I moved my family here to raise him around family. So he had a sense of community. So there were eyes. I knew that I couldn't be here. I have to travel regardless. This is what I do. I, um, we, I am in a different situation where I have to, my husband got sick. So I'm in charge of taking care of our family. So I'm support. So I knew that I had to get on a plane. So yeah, I think you do have traditional, you, you'll find out how traditional you are when you have a child, then it mm. all kind of breaks down. And then it all, all, all the stuff too that you thought was hard line softens up a little bit too, you know? Like uh, it, I always said, oh, kid's never gonna be in my bed. Listen, my child will probably be in my bed until he dates, which uh, he'll probably bring his girlfriend in my bed and that'll be fun for my husband, not me. But, um, <laughs> you know, 
I, I, but he also was potty trained by the time he was three. And, and my mom was like, oh, you were potty trained at a year and a half. And I'm like, well, you got to stay home all the time. As long as he doesn't go to kindergarten with the diaper, I'm good. And I also think that in this question we were asked, one of the things you have to define, like I'm a big fan of words and definitions. One thing you have to define is what run means when you say run the household, because if you're talking about decision making or if you're talking about, like we say, concessions and compromises or you're just talking about breadwinning, there's a whole there's a whole gaggle of things that can be considered run. And when I and when I think about run, I think mostly decision-making. And that goes back to one of the things that I would love for everybody to understand and get to take away from this episode is the the difference between threshold and tolerance. The reason why uh, I think women tend to run the household more is because their threshold is so low that they're the ones that are saying there's a decision that needs to be made here and there's something that needs to be done about this. And men are on the couch like, that's fine right there. Like, I don't know why we need to that's why do anything right Because men can watch two games at the same time. You don't know. We're always balancing stuff. Picture in picture never worked. It was such uh, a good idea because they were supposed to watch all three games, but it got confusing. <laughs> and you forgot which game you were watching. Women are constantly balancing and, and doing spinning plates like some kind of circus act. So I do think that most time, or whoever has that mentality, whoever has, if, if you're a male and you have that kind of mentality that you can do 27 things, men seem to be uh, very singular focused at times. Not at times. It's 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 uh, it's all the time. It's our like I always say. I've said this on a, a couple of different episodes because I think that understanding your nature, not your role, but your nature is a is an extremely beneficial thing to conducting yourself in life, especially when it comes to dealing with other people and their personal relationships. A man's nature is a mission completer. That's our nature. Our, our first mind, our without thinking, we are at our best when we're giving a task and then completing that task because we're very good at that. If you it, give a man one thing to do, very good. If, you, <laughs> if, you give, if you give me one thing to do, you have to understand that is going to be knocked out with the precision of, uh, of a Marine because we got that. We own that. Women are preparers, they're forward thinkers. You give a woman something or you give her information, she will take that thing and give it back to you grander than you gave it to her. If you give her a, uh, if you give her a, a house, she'll make it a home. You give her a seed, she'll give you back a child. If you give her information, she will do whatever with that information. Now, those things have their downfall because if you don't give a woman all the information, she will make up her own information. <laughs> because what that's is, what is it, like, it. A, like fill in the blanks kind of things was it like mad Lib- absolutely 100 percent. 100 percent. wait a second <laughs> let, let me let's 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 break it down okay um my husband who i love very much uh is from brooklyn and now we live in pennsylvania so that means we have a yard where he has never had a yard before he always had you know, Brooklyn and LA, we, he had cement. He knew if we had to wash off the sidewalk, he could do it. But um, when he mows mm. our lawn, he mows crop circles. So explain to me why he can't figure that out, Michael. Why, <laughs> why do you think if, if it's forethought and it's one thing at a time? Now, what I will tell you, though, is that I think that 
also you said nature, but I think it also might be nurture. Because my husband comes from a very strong mama who his mother was right from Italy. Uh, very strong, but also very, she took care of everything because her role in her house was to be a homemaker. She she was stayed home. She didn't go to work. She cooked like she judges people on how they cook. She cleaned. She did all of that. So he's used to that. Where I came from, my mother did all that, but I'm I'm also like, you know, I'm a strong woman. Like I got a job to do. So you should probably my son is taking cleaning the dishwasher out, like do you know, t- grabbing the garbage for me. I'm teaching him how to take care of his own home. So one day he doesn't need a woman to come in, or he could pay a cleaning person. I don't care. But it's a very it's I think there's a lot of nurture in that. What's the matter? Well, no, domestic, a domestic, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than a domestic man. I will say that um, because that's encompassing, um, that's encompassing several different talents at one time. Uh, so any, anytime you can teach a man to, 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 uh, to take care of his, his self without the, the confines of direction, especially when it comes to, uh, um, uh, women, then you got a, you got a good one on your hands. <laughs> well, and I definitely think that there is, you know how you said the threshold and then there's compromise because I always say this, I've said it in my act. I can take care of myself. I really fell in love with my husband because I loved him and I needed someone to guard the perimeter. So like he does well in the jobs that I give him. I also and a lot of women will do this too. We don't allow you to take some of the burden. And then we go crazy mm. because we're like, I, we have too much to do and we have too much on our plate where if we don't tell you what we need help with. And then if I do tell you what I need help with, you should probably get it done. <laughs> <laughs> because here's, because you have to understand uh, the, the, and that is another point to uh men's direction and who does what in the household it's it's motivation like men usually connect act with with re- with reason there has to be a reason i'm doing this and a lot of times women don't well, need that you to live in the home <laughs> yeah. a lot of times women don't need that so that's where the disconnect comes from women are like just do this and <laughs> just be happy. Like you said, just be happy you're alive. Well, yeah, so I allow you to live in my home. X plus Y equals stay. Um, no, I don't know. Like, I, what I think is that, you know, I mean, ultimately, there you can go back. I was raised in the church. You can go biblically that men are the head of the household. Um, you have all that stuff. But then, then we could also argue if we go into biblical situations, if we just look at pure at all religions especially if you look at some kind of like christianity mary came there in the middle of it they let women hold huge roles in all of these religions so i don't know i just think that ultimately the best thing you could do is pray that you get a partner that <laughs> but no i just thought i think you have more control over that because you have to learn 
uh, as men and women have to learn that the opposite sex is different from you, their brains work differently, and that you need to train them on how to be with you specifically. Uh, Jennifer Marie says, we are both mature adults and just handle our business and realize what needs to be done and do it. No delegation needed. That's false that's that's saying well, that, that if there's no children involved no that no like if, if a man then if, you, if it helps you to think of a man as a child then please do that because if you're <laughs> gonna look at a man and say i'm going to assume he knows what to do or he knows how to conduct himself in a household you don't know where his his upbringing was you don't know why he does things the way that he does them there's no way you can assume he's going to be on the same wavelength as you and how you grew up a household needs to be ran no 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 and that's also by the way that's a very much um in a less or until situation like i i always tried to give the space for my husband to be a man. I may joke around and say a lot of funny things, but he also needs to be a man. I can't take away his masculinity to from him by, by uber domesticating him, by saying, hey, screaming at him because he needs to help me sweep the floor or whatever the case may be. You know, you can't, you can't do that kind of stuff. But I do think that when people say, oh, we just like, what did Jennifer say? They cohabitate and they each do their own thing. Yeah, you're going to each do your own thing out the door because you have to come together. Like when we're talking about who runs a household, that's a bond. That's a bond. We're talking about bonding and living under the same roof and creating a life that moves from today forward. And whoever can can drive that car. And sometimes I think it's dip, to be really honest, no joke. I think sometimes each person drives the car. Each person gets a chance. Although... When I was a kid, did you ever see your mother driving the car? Your father was never the passenger. If you saw a man be the passenger in a couple's car, you were like, that man is passive. And you were right. So it's a different, it's, you have to figure out whether you're, pa are you alpha or are you beta? If you're too <laughs> right, you got to figure it out. And I just, and I want to address, uh, Mandis, Mandis says, uh, men are children, question mark, ill. And I don't, and, I only say that analogy, men are not children. I say that analogy to stop women from believing that men are just going to get it because that's not a real thing. That's not a, that's not how human interaction works. You can't show up. By osmosis. Yeah. yeah. Right. By you osmosis, cannot show up. Be <laughs> right. You cannot show up, be, be awesome and assume that you're going to magically be on the same page one day. Each individual relationship that you enter in is very specific to the two people in that relationship. So you have to let that other person know how you conduct yourself, how you like to be loved, how you like to be communicated with, how you express love, how you receive love. All these things are very specific. And if you don't teach that person how to operate in that you're not gonna make it that's I not child that's it, just what you no, need it's to not a child like what you were using as an example and that therein is a problem where you said something specific the way you meant it and someone interpreted it another way and that looks at the difference in communication <sighs> and i will tell you that one of the things i learned just about comedy was in order to be successful they uh, an old time comic named buddy hackett was really mm. kind to me Really, really kind. And he told me, I, I was early on and he said, kid, you're going to make it. He just said, but 
when you get off stage, the people should know what you think about something. They should be able to, that three days later, say, what would Tammy Pescatelli think about that and know what the answer would be? And I think that's the same, sad to say, but that's the same in a relationship. You have to be you 100% of the time. You don't have to be on like you're some, but my husband knows exactly what I would think about X, Y, and Z. I mean, if he said that he was staying out with his friends and hanging out, he knows what I'm about to say, depending on the day. <laughs> if he says that, you know, he needs, what What are we going to, we, we have different roles. Like he does, a, he does the cooking because he's a better cook. Why would I waste my time? You know, so he knows. We got a, what we I got a question for you, Tammy. Oh, um, somebody wants to know, what does it mean to let him be a man? So for me, because I'm so strong as a woman, okay, and I'll be really, I, I really do, you know, I go out, I go to work, I bring home money, I take care of our son. When I'm home off the road, I volunteer at the school, I try, but you know what? I still need him to feel like he is the person that I love, that I chose him. He can't just feel like an accessory. You can't treat a man like an accessory because then he will find other ways to act up. Now, my husband isn't one of those one, ones that uh, looks outside of the relationship because he knows I'm crazy and I don't need a tiger for him to disappear. Um, but I just know <laughs> that like, you have to let him feel like he he counts. And I think that goes for women too, but especially a man. A man needs to feel like he is a provider even if maybe you are being the person who's the provider you can't throw that in their face you can't you can't you can't take away from the circle a man really the one difference between men and women is men come at least they feel like they're complete they mm -hmm. feel whole men feel whole because you have a level of security and confidence you have the confidence women are always feeling incomplete. We always are feeling like insecure over things, unless you go to therapy, unless you do the work of yourself. I'm talking in generalities here. So you, if you take things away from a man, then he doesn't feel good around you. And that's where your relationship disappears. And I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it even more, I'm gonna make it even more basic. It's 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 not even about gender. A human being has a natural need to feel needed. Yes. So at some point, if your spouse is one of those people that's like, I got it, I'm gonna handle everything. You're sitting there like, this person doesn't need me. I'm going to go where I need it. The difference when you come in for gender is women are spectacular at finding what needs to be done and doing and it saying, naturally. I don't need a man. I don't need right. a man. I can women, do it on my own. I, women I can will walk on myself. <laughs> I, I can, there's a million things. There's a million things. You don't need him. Girl, you don't. That's our first advice too for our, to women to other women. If a man acts out of pocket, we're always like, you don't need him. You don't need this. Right. But, and, well, and you, but he needs to think you need him. Like, like if a woman, like for example, if a if a woman walks and says, we'll stay in the home since we since we're using that uh, as today's thing. If you walk into a kitchen. 
A woman does not need to be told what to do. She naturally is going to write this down and pick that up and sweep that. A man will walk into that room and say, okay, so what you want me to do in here? Like, <laughs> like so a man needs to, a man, to answer uh, the question, uh, just simply, a man to feel like a man needs to feel needed. He just needs to feel needed. What? Is what are you, what did you pick him for? What is he for? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. What is his what is his mission? I would say to guard the perimeter. That was, <laughs> that was what I was guard for. the perimeter. Right? That was what I was looking for. But I mean, I think there's different. What's funny that hey, but what about a poll? Allie, can we do a poll? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do um do you need your partner? Do you need your partner? Do you need your partner? Or do you feel complete without them? And somebody's yelling at me. Somebody's yelling at me from my previous uh, analogy saying, if you walk into that room, do you have eyes? Again, again, I need you to, I need you to, I need you to, (laughs) I need you to get this. I need you to get this. This is the takeaway from today's episode. Threshold tolerance. I do have eyes. But what you see as a problem, I may not see as a problem. Like, so I need to be told what you would like to be done. We're not in this room in general. We are operating on your instructions. So if you don't tell me what I need to do, but to make you happy, I'm going to stand there with my hands up. Yes, but sometimes, too, it's not clear that we are we all need to no matter what your gender, be very clear of what our expectations are. Expectations sometimes change. Sometimes we get so exasperated that we drop them completely and we allow people off the hook, right? And sometimes we just we just do it because we need to hurry up and get it done because we're, we're over it, we need it finished. And, and then you complain afterwards. If you are going to do the work for someone else, then you don't get to complain to them about doing that work. Right. Make a make like communicate. Don't get frustrated because someone isn't doing what you feel like needs to be done. Communicate that you feel like that needs to be done. It's stop assuming that everybody has the same tolerance and threshold and sensibilities as you sensibilities as you. You need to communicate those things. So here's something fun I want to do with you, Tammy, because I feel like. This is, uh, we always have a little, every, every let's be honest I've ever done, we have a little segment where I feel like I'm going to lose all of the followers, right? So this is that segment, right? So <laughs> if they don't get who you are by now, listen, I, I with my fans, I say it at my shows. I love you. I thank you for coming. But if you uh, enjoyed me, great. Come back with four of your like-minded friends. If you don't, don't come back. <laughs> go find someone who makes you laugh because you need to laugh but don't expect that i will change and it would be ridiculous michael if every single person loved you do you know yeah. how blah you would be if every <laughs> every single person loved you yeah no nah, you're right so, better the osmonds the, everybody loves the osmonds so, so here's a little uh, uh, research I did. This actually took me a long time to find each one of these and, and decide that they were what I felt like are leadership traits. We're going to decide who's a better leader right now. 
Oh, okay. wait a second. This is not fair. We're gonna we're gonna de- we're gonna decide who's a better leader no, right now. That's not that's not fair. Like so. Of no, I just picked out traits. We about to discuss it together. All I did was pick out traits. What I felt like the best leader, whether it's home or or president, I feel like a good leader should have these traits, right? So, and we're gonna decide which one, men or women, has this trait. Okay. Okay. Or is better at this trait because I'm assuming everybody has them. Um, And these are in no particular order. Okay. No particular order. Uh, First on the list is honesty. Who do you think is is more honest, men or women? That's rough. That's a rough thing because if you had some women, you ask, like, you have makeup on them, and they'll be like, I don't, it's a makeup free selfie, you know? And then you, you know, (laughs) I can clearly see you have makeup on. Stop trying to lie to me. Um, <laughs> and never use beauty apps on their on their Instagram. So, so I feel like I feel like I it's it's a difference women. because women women lie more, men tell bigger lies. I, I got think. you. That's it. I'm women you. lie about little stuff. This is not that's I these are these are my eyelashes and this dress <laughs> that dress looks cute on you, girl. Get it, girlfriend. Like women tell lies all the all the time. Men, we tell bigger lies. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's not my baby. Like that. <laughs> like men tell bigger lies, right? I watch more pull, but you can't get away with that. <laughs> so, um, so we'll go. So because of the because of the the largeness of men lies, we'll we'll just say women are more honest, right? Because they even when a woman lies, it's still based out of kind of caring almost. So Okay, uh, okay. the next is intelligent. Who do you think is more intelligent? Well, me. I I also have sister-in-laws, so I can't necessarily say that all women are intelligent. All right. (laughs) So here's so here's here's my here's my uh, here's my uh, difference on that when it comes to intelligence. I think. Women think more, they use their brains a lot more, but I think when it comes down to being decisive, which is on this list, men are like, this is what we need to do here, here, and here. So if you want to say that women use their brains more as, as a, as a indication of intelligence, then you'd have to go with women on that. I think that women allow men to think that they're more intelligent and that's which is a form of intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a form of intelligence. Okay, okay. Um the next one is is the next trait was hard working. I I feel like that's even. I don't think men or women work harder than the other. Um, (laughs) The next is decisiveness. I do think men are way more decisive than women. Um, only because women, because you use your brains more, you have so much consideration that you have more things to think about. So it takes you longer to make that decision because you're considering stuff we didn't even think about. We don't even want to think about. Men are more decisive when it comes to everything but relationships. I think they are become very... But is that fair? Because we're not the ones... Deciding we need to make a decision. It's the women who are saying we need to make a decision. So it's not us being decisive. It's me not having the answer to your question. You should be a cult leader. The way you're talking about this, you have tried this. 
This is that stuff that you have told women. Like, let me tell you guys who Mike is. Mike probably told some woman somewhere when, when she saw him at the movies with another girl, Oh, we never said we were exclusive. No, no, don't. You cannot. You cannot get honesty mixed up with uh, 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 excuses. I'm just honest. That's just the way things. Are. All I do is present real life. You can disagree with real life if you want to, but that's on you. I just present real life. That's all. That's all I can say. Honest doesn't mean that you're correct. Okay, I'm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. I love definitions and words. Uh, the next one is ambitious i think that's even i don't i personally don't think one is more ambitious than the other well, um women have had to claw out of huh no i'm sorry i think there's a something going on now though i do think that there's a i think that's more of a generational thing i think that there's a, mm. a different generation that has ambition without merit mm -hmm. everybody wants to be famous now but what do you want to do to become famous? What are you contributing to society mm. that will make you famous? So I think that ambition. And I do believe that women have had to come a much further way than men have to come. So like the the drive and the ambition of a of a woman who's focused is is mind blowing because and it's something I would never be able to comprehend because I didn't have to come even as a black man I didn't have to come as far as a woman. Comedy condos with three men for twenty-two years, <laughs> wear two bras, and be catcalled and everything. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to be told that women aren't funny usually, but I like you. You didn't have to deal with that. And then the women's movement comes, and all these young girls get to move up in the comedy. And then they all, then the world thinks that you're dirty, and all you talk about is dirty stuff because that's all that some of the other ones do. And then you know they think that you male bashes. You mean you didn't have to do with that? And then. The women's movement comes and they all get jobs and they all get stuff from doing TikTok of other brothers stuff. But you've been you're now you're too old to be like you used to be considered too young to be funny, too pretty to be funny, and now you're too old to be funny. You never had to go through that. Oh, me. <laughs> I think you may have a little experience in this. I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume that you've been through a little bit of this. Just just a shot in the dark. Uh, the next is. Uh, a leader needs to be compassionate. Women win that every time. Men are not very compassionate at all. Um, outgoing. I see it. the generalities are tough on this. On all of them. Because I've seen men with a lot of compassion. You know what I mean? They're so it's, it's a Well, yeah, compassion. no, that's one of the things I've said on this show many times is that there are no absolutes. There are going to be outliers. When I talk, I talk in generalities and usuallys and mosts. So okay. when I've, I've said that many times, because I've been yelled at so many times on the show for this stuff. <laughs> so, now I saw you look at your computer. I wish I could see what people are saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they're 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 it's most it's mostly Tammy is awesome and Mike shut up. So it's uh, yeah. Mine says, can you turn your mic up? Have you not been able to hear me? I saw she said that to me uh, uh, two minutes ago. So. <laughs> um, so outgoing, outgoing. Um, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to that kind. Of, I think that's also kind of a, a a tough one. I would love to see what people think about outgoing. Um, uh, Tam, um, let's see. Let's do a poll on that. Ali, throw up a poll. Who's more outgoing, men or women? Throw up a poll. Who's more outgoing? Uh, the next one is creative. 
I, I got to get at the women. Women, the, the way a woman's brain works will always usurp the direct nature of a man in in general. Although um, if you give a man a creative thing, it doesn't have to. You don't have to hand him paints and clay. <laughs> well, that's true. You know I mean, there's different things you know that you can get done. You know, I mean, I had my husband help me just get the basement organized and. He got creative with that because he certainly because that takes decisiveness. That takes where does things go, and men win decisiveness. That takes decisiveness. Um, the next one is uh, delegation. Who's more likely to? Yeah, that was on my list. The delegation. Who's more likely to delegate? I would say I would say men are much more likely to delegate. Women are definitely their own superheroes. A woman will definitely be like, "I got this," before a man would say that. Before a man would say that, you, you, and you got to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a woman would just be like, "Mm, "Nah, I got it," because that's why we do our thing where we do it badly, and then like she'll just do it, (laughs) because she's like, "I got this. Forget it. Just go sit down." Just go sit down. The game is on. The food is almost done. Just go sit down. I got it. <laughs> and the last one is. Uh, oh, go ahead. You have one more. Okay, good. One more. The last one is communication. Who who communication is a dope leadership quality, and I and I would have to say that's one of those differences thing. You have to be very clear because I think that it took us a long time. My husband and I, when we were dating and we were having fun. It was all great. And then we got married and had a kid. Then we realized that we, like, I was speaking Spanish and he was speaking English. Like, we had different languages. And we had to figure out exactly what we meant by certain things. And that, that takes a while. That's a level of communication. Whether you, whatever you need. Sign language, stop sign. Yeah. And I think that this is the difference in communication. I think women communicate more. Men communicate directly. So whichever trait that you consider to be more important in at which time depends on the situation. Women will give you all of the information, including information you don't need. <laughs> women will give you women will continue to talk until something happens in that room that distracts her from that whatever she was talking about. Men are like I went to the store, I was hungry, I bought something, I ate it, I loved it. End of story. That's women just usually talk in middles. I, women I, I, usually. <laughs> I, I find myself over explaining. Yeah. I wanna, yeah. I want to quantify why I feel this way, what I'm saying. <laughs> like, and, and there is no, he, my husband does not want to hear it. He doesn't want to. So here's, let me help you out real quick, Tammy. I'm just, uh, I'm going to let you finish that story because I'm interested in it. I want to hear it, but I'll help you out with a little nugget. Men only don't want to hear it because we don't get the point. If you start at the end and tell us what happened, like if you say, like if you say, like if you call me, say you had an interview with a new job, right? Let's say you had an interview and uh, you call me to tell me about the interview. I need you to start with whether you got the job or not. Then tell me what happened. Because while you're telling me all these crazy details, I'm still wondering the one thing that's important. I said, I don't want to be broke because when I was a kid, my parents were broke. He just wants to hear, I don't want to be broke. <laughs> so if you, if you give a man the information he needs. 
I don't care what happened in your past. I don't want you to take a victim role. Just, you don't want to be broke. Okay, that's enough. That's all. Right, exactly. Um, let's uh, let's get Jordan here. Jordan is our man in the comments. Jordan lets us know what we missed, what we, what we, uh, uh, what was funny, what was glossed over. Jordan, um, what's going on in the comments? Uh, let me let you know, this is probably one of the funniest comment section days <laughs> in my entire life probably just just great just fantastic i'm about to shout out a lot of comedic stuff that happened in this comment section today it's great um, it's good yeah to start off though this one this one wasn't as funny but it made me chuckle uh greg m janiver uh i hope he's a janitor get it janiver that was stupid um he said, he said, write a contract and outline all the expenses step by step. I already do that for my kid. When he turns 18, I'm going to give it to him. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So then uh, this one, uh, this one tripped me out because I'm very intrigued, but he never went on to say why he knows it. Um Gary Collender says women public restrooms are far more nasty than men's. Ask me how I know. But then never proceeded to answer how he knew. I don't I think- it's a very he said it in a very menacing way, but he's 100 percent factual. If you've ever been in a bar or a club inside of a woman's bathroom, and I was a bouncer, that's how I've been in there. Stop judging me. Okay. If you've ever been in there, women are terrible people. <laughs> you answered. He never answered. He never answered. He never. That's because he's running from the law right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't come. Okay, this is another one of my favorite ones, and this one is once again by Greg, the first guy. So this is a succession of it. So Mandis McAllister, she says, "This is when you guys were talking about uh, the bed, bed being made up and stuff." She says, "Nah, getting in a made bed feels so much better than getting into an unmade one." To which Dominique Paramore says, you make your bed so that you come back into a comfortable bed. To which Greg then says, and the 20 decorative pillows? Wow. <laughs> Why is Greg out for everybody? Greg uh, is on a mission right now. Greg is, is pulling Dane Cook references. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Greg is on a mission right now. Um, last two funny ones, then I'll throw out an actual serious one, because these, these, these were just funny today. Um, this next comment is from someone who I believe is just single. Just there, There's outright, this is the most single comment in this whole comment section. He said, it'd be more like putting away dishes after they're dry. I just wash them, put them in the rack, and grab them from the drying rack for my next meal. Unnecessary work to put them away in between. Unnecessary work to make your bed to be the only one that sees it and unmake it later that night. Single. Whoever whoever wrote that is genius. Well, <laughs> he said the only one who sees it. So he lets it lets you know that he's not with anybody. He's not planning on being with anybody. He's got one cup, one glass. One plate. This is, why, this is why I love Tammy. She she zeroed in on that on that little <laughs> nugget of that statement. Of words. Uh, business of words. That's uh, funny. Okay, this is the last funny one. There's a lot of funny ones, but I'm going to cut the funny ones out. Unless you just want me to keep saying the funny ones, because the funny ones are hilarious. <laughs> Go ahead. This is your segment. Do okay. what you do. All right, we're going to do all the funny ones. Okay, so Chad Henry 
said, don't drive the car, push it together. And he later goes on to explain it as in saying, as a couple, just work together so no, no one should lead work together, right? Yeah, to which... Somebody needs to work to get gas. Why should we? Right. I was like, I was like, I'm with him, but that's a terrible reference. <laughs> Chad Henry says, oh, but you'll love, you'll love the funny part, though. So okay. Chad Henry says, don't drive the car, push it together. To which Dustin Summers says, stop driving Fords. <laughs> I, love, I love USA, mate. He took that personal. He took that personal. USA. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Stop driving. You gotta be nice. You gotta be nice. You never know where your next sponsor's coming from. That's why you should have sleeves. That's uh, true. <laughs> both uh, of you. Look no, at you both. So wait, I have a reason. I have a reason for mine. Okay. Cause I've been telling Mike for a while. I look like him, but the nerdier version. So like look at the beard. I'm I'm borderline bald. I just keep my head covered because Satan is making sure my hair looks bad in quarantine. But I was like, if my sleeves are off, I got my beard. I'm I'm listen. I could be Mike right now. You ready? Pretty much Mike Barrymore. Yeah, you pretty much stupid. Yeah. Look at I'm Mike. Men are stupid. Don't listen to a man. Don't I just listen. Thought, I just thought you cut your sleeves off to make a mask because that's how you <laughs> every. Just listen. Why not, as a woman, Tammy? Just admit you were wrong for having sleeves. I don't understand. Hmm. Because if you saw my 51 year old arms underneath here, you'd be glad I had sleeves on. That's all. Okay, Joy, what else we got? What else we got? Okay. Uh, this one, I love Manda. She Each week, she is busting out some amazing, funny comments. This week might have been the funniest comment she's made ever. Uh, Mandis McAllister, she says, that's where y'all men mess up. We can't even get to the loving because we're arguing about why you can't put your clothes in the laundry basket. That's why y'all ain't getting no wop. Mm. Oh my gosh! She said that. Oh my gosh! Our comedy comment section. Okay, so I'm gonna address that in and and hopefully a dry bar. If you want to keep having a show, a dry bar appropriate way. I will just simply say, (laughs) Mandis. I will simply say, Mandis, you're you're you need to switch the order of that. That's the problem. Okay. You need to switch the order of that. All right. Uh uh positive reinforcement works every time. I guarantee you, I'm gonna put whatever you need to put away if if I'm you'll be asleep. Let's be real. (laughs) Okay, next one, next one, next one, next one, next one. I'm gonna drop just so we can get two serious ones. There's a couple questions that were actually asked. Um, okay. One is uh, when you said, do you actually need your partner? So the question was, if you don't need your partner, why are you with them? That was a question. Because you shouldn't need anyone. You should be fully and totally complete. That crap that they sold us in the 80s, the Tom Cruise, you complete me. You should be fully formed and functional when you step into the relationship. Two, you should not cancel each other out. When you aren't complete, that means you're taking from someone else that you do not need to deplete from them. All of that stuff they did, my generation especially, that Tom Cruise thing, friends, they were all single and happy. Then they, it was all good when they they hooked up at the end. Everything was hookup. Sex in the city, they made women so strong and so per- they, we don't need a man, we don't need a man. At the end, they were all hooked up in the meet, in the movies. Every time... You have to see that you don't necessarily need someone. You need to want to be with that person. How's that for now? I should shut my computer right now. Goodbye. (laughs) Um, The only thing I will, I I don't have anything to say about that. The only thing I will add is 
a person needs to feel needed when 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 there are actually you cannot operate without them that's a lot of pressure but if they feel needed that's a human need really absolutely i'm going to ask listen if you if you know that you can do something and it's really not a big deal to you give it to your husband let him do it so he feels like baby baby need me i'm gonna go ahead and knock this out for baby real quick yeah i'd let him be a man <laughs> What's next, Jordan? This is the this is the final question, so you can so you can wrap up. Uh, this was a question specifically for you, Mike. Specifically, uh, Teresa Molina says men are decisive. Question mark. Twenty seven minutes ago, you said that men are indecisive. Which is it, Mike? That was her question. <laughs> No, no. Tammy said men are indecisive. I said men are very indecisive. They just don't care. There's a difference between not caring and innate and then the inability to make a decision. Wait, Allie, roll the tape back. I don't. I said you. Were well, you said in regards to in regards to relationships, you said men are indecisive. Yeah, but I don't know what she's referring to. She said twenty. I don't listen. If you think I know what happened twenty-seven minutes ago, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, <laughs> sweetheart. But I just I, <laughs> no. To clear that up, men are very decisive, bordering on stubborn. We just don't care about ninety-nine percent of the stuff that that is happening around us. It's not an. It's not a lack of decision making. Or the ability to decide. It's we don't care. We want you to be happy. You decide. My analogy before is if I say let's go to the movies, I don't care what movie. Pick a movie so we can hang out together. But when a man does care, he will not give you an option. He will say, baby, I'm about to go see The Matrix. You can come if you want to. Yes, I, I think men do care. Look at Jordan's sneakers and tell me that men don't care. Look at my <laughs> You cannot tell me that men do not care when you turn around and you look at that gentleman's sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you in the comments, man. Another great job, brother. Thank you so much. Allie, let's run through the polls real quick and we're gonna let everybody go. I think we a little bit over time. Let's let's run through the um through the through the polls real quick, see what we got going. I don't even remember what polls we did. This was this was such a fun conversation. I don't even remember the polls we did. Uh do you need your partner? No, wow. That's good though. You shouldn't need them. You should you should want them. And it's a completely different Wow. I I don't know. You're you're assuming a good tent to that outcome. And I don't know. I'm not I'm not certain it's meant the good way that it's that's why all those e e e e e e e Hey listen, Allie is a genius. She probably figured it out. Allie is a genius. What's what's the next one, Allie? Who's more outgoing? Women? Really? Ah. Tell you, that's a fake thing. That's a fallacy. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I have seen a lot of women who come to our shows. I, Mike, do you or do you not, as a comedian, have most of your problems with drunk women? <laughs> yes. Not a comedian who works and makes money to support themselves in their household that will tell you that men are their problems. It's a drunk woman who needs attention, who thinks that obnoxiousness supersedes that equals personality. Just mm -hmm. obnoxious doesn't mean you have a good personality. And you can know that I'm right because you can watch all those Real Housewives in New York. 
and all these <laughs> well i'm a, um um we're gonna wrap it up with a final thought to directly answer the question because we had a really great conversation but i don't even know i don't even know if we directly answered the question but my thought process is to who runs the household is situational who's better equipped for whatever just came up who's who this is a communication based uh construct which is a which is a interpersonal relationship and it's not going to be general it's going to be very specific so what what happens in your household is going to be very specific to the two people running it so who 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 runs the household it's whoever is better equipped for that decision in that moment what about you tammy I think that I'm going to say, I'm going to agree with you, which is, you know, what I always knew. I always think that you're a good guy. I enjoy watching this show. Mm -hmm. I will say that it definitely, whoever you don't feel will smuggle you or smother you in your sleep. I think that's (laughs) That's who should be in charge. (laughs) Is the person who should really be in charge. (laughs) Tammy Pescatelli, I cannot thank you enough for joining me. It is an absolute pleasure every time I talk to you. I love it so much. Let the people know where to find you. Uh, Tammy Pescatelli. Tammy uh, Pescatelli.com. Uh, my new special, The Way After School Special, is out right now on Amazon. So take a look at that. There's all kinds of stuff. If you have not seen Tammy Pescatelli do comedy, please do yourself a favor and do that. She's absolutely amazing. One of the best comics working and uh, an absolute mentor to me. So if you like me, you'll definitely love, love Tammy. So Tammy, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming by and thank you for being honest. We appreciate you. I will talk to you again. People, thank y'all so much. Follow me on Instagram at Mike Paramore Jr., Uh, I appreciate you guys. You have no idea how much uh, I love coming on. I love talking to you guys. I love sharing what I've learned over the years. And um, I can't thank you guys enough, man. You guys are dope. Thank you for being honest.